At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s, dance away with hip-hop beats, and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Countdown with Keith Olbermann is a production of iHeartRadio. The gun cults in this country, the fascist right, has metaphorically shat on the dead children of Nashville. Be very clear what the far right, led by Fox News and the right-wing media hatred factory, is already doing, is doing right now, largely out of sight of mainstream America, in full flower and with total rage. It has finally found someone to be both the scapegoat and the excuse. To them, America's crisis of mass gun murder is no longer something they have to rationalize or be defensive about. It has, this week, after Nashville, become their weapon. After decades of trying to blame anything and everything but guns for the uniquely American disaster that is ritualized mass gun slaughter, the far right has finally found the real cause, the right people to blame, trans people. These right-wing creatures are simultaneously positioning the tragedy at the Covenant School as a hate crime, as an attack on Christianity, a literal religious war against them by trans people, while also insisting that the tragedy at the Covenant School is a reminder that their right to own murder machines is inalienable, and the Second Amendment is the equivalent of the Christ child and any attempt to stop the ritual sacrifice of children, their children, our children, America's children, that that is another hate crime against them because they have decided that guns are more needed than ever because, as the filth Tucker Carlson said, quote, the trans movement is targeting Christians, unquote. Kill nine-year-old Christian kids in a school? You're a monster, a religious bigot, a hate criminal. Try to prevent the killing of all nine-year-old kids in schools? You're a monster, a religious bigot, a hate criminal. In doing this, the right has revealed itself as something far worse than we knew, far worse even than we suspected, far worse than we could have imagined in our worst nightmares. They do not want quote, their, unquote, children killed in, quote, their, unquote, schools. They do not care if your children are killed in your schools. If their kids die, it is what the 2020 Republican Senate nominee from Delaware just called a war on Christians because they want us dead, unquote. If your kids die, it is just collateral damage to their Second Amendment rights. And horrifyingly, There turns out to be one further circle of hell 
That shooting in Nashville is now the only excuse they need to ramp up their persecution of trans people and of drag queen story time and of gay people and of LGBTQ people and allies. Human beings see children, their bodies exploded by the AR-15 murder machine, and they mourn and they recoil and they seek to find a way to make it stop, to save all all children, to save all Americans, to somehow end the torturing reality that this nation every day, every hour, every second lives as slaves to the gun lobby and its perverted interpretation of the Second Amendment. But the far right sees all this as an opportunity to blame and scapegoat and gaslight and purge. And just as the death cult in this country was latching on to this fantasy of martyrdom, an idiot named Jocelyn Berry, who was the press secretary to the Arizona governor, Katie Hobbs, decided that nine hours after the nightmare in Nashville was the perfect time to tweet us when we see transphobes above a clip from the 1980 movie Gloria with the actress Jenna Rollins holding two handguns. And Governor Hobbs' office waited 36 hours before saying anything, before Jocelyn Berry resigned or was made to. Because, yes, transphobes are a deadly threat in this society. And, yes, a tweet that gives transphobes fodder for their newfound Christian martyrdom is as deadly a threat in this society. The point is we shouldn't permit mass shootings at Christian schools and... We shouldn't permit mass shootings at LGBTQ clubs that held drag shows in Colorado. And we shouldn't permit mass shootings by trans people or by straight people or by Christians or by atheists or by Fox News viewers or by MSNBC viewers or by crazy people or by sane people or by the grandson of a MAGA California State Assemblyman who compared January 6th to Lexington and Concord. We shouldn't permit mass shootings we have spent the money to train the cops we have spent the money to give the cops the weapons we have pushed for more good guys with guns we have trained in active shooter drills everybody from kindergartners to stadium ushers we have made up excuses for the shooter drills telling the little three-year-olds that they have to hide in case there is an escaped animal. And it didn't stop Colorado Springs or the University of Virginia or Buffalo or Uvalde or Nashville. In desperately trying to process and understand this spiraling national disaster which gets exponentially worse with every passing week, we always leave out one component without which these things could not possibly happen. We always leave it out because it is more horrible to contemplate than being in the club or being in the bus or being in the supermarket or in the school. It is this. There are people in this country who want this to keep happening. We live in a hell where more children die by gunfire in a year than from any other cause and more than on-duty police officers and active military members. The right's cannibalistic obsession is not merely to own a gun. It is to own a gun so that someday they can shoot someone who is without a gun. The victims are always unarmed, whether it is a psychopath shooting you in a classroom or cops shooting some black kid or some hobophobe shooting up another LGBTQ club in Colorado Springs. It's not the fight that they lust after. It's the unfair fight. They don't want guns. They don't want gun fights. They want to hunt people they do not like. They want blacks shot. They want kids shot. They want gays shot. They want Asians shot. They want Jews shot. They want liberals shot. And now they want people who have declared war on Christians when there has never been war on Christians in this country shot. This happens not because the country fails to act. It acts. This happens not because the Congress fails to act. It acts. This happens not because the president fails to act. He acts. 
This happens not because mental health professionals fail to act. They act. This happens not because the filibuster is in the way. The filibuster is a wall of paper. This happens not because the gun lobby is in the way. The gun lobby is a wall of paper. This happens not because the red states are in the way. The red states are a wall of paper. This happens because the Republicans let it happen. Republicans equal gun massacres. Gun massacres equal Republicans. Without one entire political party prostituting itself, the gun lobby would lose all its power. Congress would be able to rout the death cult. The president would be able to enforce the laws and issue executive orders. The filibuster would be irrelevant. The red states would fall one after the other. And the will of the people and 61 percent of us want a new assault weapon ban would prevail. And we would no longer be slaves to the gun. But there is a political party prostituting itself. And that party is the Republican Party. And there may or may not be anything we can do quickly enough to stop these ritualized sacrifices of our children and our innocent citizens to a non-existent, quote, constitutional right, unquote, this year or next. But the sooner Democrats tell the truth with rage and with revenge in their words, the sooner they say those kids are dead because Republicans got rid of the assault ban and Republicans stopped gun control the sooner we will be able to make some impact. The Second Amendment argument is a complete lie, and I will go into that in depth in the second segment. The word own does not appear in the Second Amendment. There are no other words that mean own in the Second Amendment, even though the Constitution and the Bill of Rights are largely a property document. If they had meant own, They would have said own. So to adapt what was said after an anti-slavery publisher was assassinated in 1837, is America free or are we slaves to the mob rule of gun owners? Because the Republicans who are at fault for gun massacres managed to fool not only their own cultists, but many normal people too. In the red states under Republican control, the party line is... Gun violence is a problem only in the blue states, in the cities. In fact, your chance of dying by a gun in Texas is nearly three times more than it is in New York. Your chance of dying by a gun in Louisiana and Mississippi and Wyoming is nearly twice as much as it is in Illinois. Your chance of dying by a gun in Idaho and Kansas and Nevada and Indiana and half a dozen other red states is twice as much as it is in California. There are small actions you and I could take to push back against this nightmare. We could encourage and support the boycotts by students who have done more than any other group of Americans. We could demand credit card companies refuse to let customers use their credit card services to buy at least the worst of the guns and the ammunition. We could demand news organizations to show where possible the images of what one of these guns actually does to the human body. The way we showed the images of the Nazi death camps after World War II, when so many said it was too graphic, because that is the point. It is too graphic. It is too graphic to be shown, and therefore it is too graphic to happen. Yet, after each one of these, after each one, Republicans immediately try to turn the subject to the, quote, mental health crisis. Though many Democrats buy into this line in whole or in part, there is no mental health crisis. Fewer than 5% of the shooters have any identifiable mental illness, but 100% of the shooters have guns. The only mental health crisis in this country about this subject is insisting that the weekly mass murders have nothing to do with guns. More Republicans, more gun deaths. More Republicans, more mass shootings. More Republicans, more dead second graders and first graders and kindergartners and LGBTQ people and minorities and Christians. Say it. This is the Republican business. 
enabling the gun lobby to sell more guns to kill more children. Republicans did this. And especially to Democrats listening, stop invoking God every time this happens. If you want to pray for the Republicans' victims or their loved ones, go ahead. And they're all Republicans' victims. But do it in private. Do it at the end of your speech. The night of the Texas shooting last May, Joe Biden made nine references to God. Mr. President, whether you believe there is a God or you don't, it's irrelevant. The faithful and the atheist would have to agree, if there is one, God has clearly left this crisis for us to solve. And the president is, as Lincoln once said, clothed in immense powers. Use them already. We need executive orders to ban these weapons, and we do not need you saying you have exhausted your executive order supply. Make more orders. And if a court blocks those orders, Mr. President, issue more orders than that. Issue 20 of them. Issue 2,000 of them. Issue 2 million of them. I want the corrupt Republican judges and the Republican gun lobby waiting knee-deep in executive orders. I want them suing so many times that it will take the year 33,000 before it's all sorted out. Just do it. The Senator Elizabeth Warren has noted executive orders alone could broaden the requirement for background checks for virtually every gun buyer and to report multiple gun purchases and to raise the minimum age to buy a gun and to increase prosecution for gun trafficking across the Texas border and to revoke the license of gun dealers who break the laws and to investigate and prosecute the NRA and to keep guns out of the hands of any domestic abuser. That's just what any president could do today, President Biden. You have not run out of executive orders. And if that is still not enough, Mr. President, if the Congressman Tim Burchett of Tennessee admits about this nightmare, quote, we're not going to fix it, criminals are going to be criminals, and Senator Mike Rounds of South Dakota says, I think the things that have already been done have gone about as far as we're going to with gun control. If these men representing these states admit they cannot enforce the gun laws, you have to do what Eisenhower and Kennedy and Lyndon Johnson did when other state attorneys general and governors and senators and congressmen confessed they couldn't or wouldn't enforce integration laws. Send in troops to enforce these laws, Mr. President. Or just wait. Wait for whatever and whoever is to be hunted next. Police arrested two men in Penn Station in New York in November with weapons. They had plans to shoot up a synagogue. Two nights later, they closed the campus at the University of New Orleans over a threat from a former student. Hours after five died at Club Q, the libs of TikTok Twitter account. That filth invoked drag shows again and targeted two more Colorado state representatives. Where do you want to see the next tragedy happen, Mr. President? And first and foremost, President Biden, stop dancing around the truth. These children in Tennessee and Texas and the grocery shoppers in Buffalo and the people just out for a Saturday night in a place they considered their haven in Colorado, they were killed by Republicans, directly or stochastically. Say this. Use your immense powers to clothe these truths with legitimacy and with acceptability. When Republicans come out, as they are still removing the dismembered bodies of the kids the Republicans have decided are suitable to be hunted, and when Republicans vomit nonsensical excuses claiming that this happened because it's trans people declaring war on Christians, or that the school didn't have high enough fences, or a door was opened, or because the targets weren't hard enough, or they outright lie and say, if only there had been a cop in the school in Texas when, as we found out, the cops stood and watched, or an outright lie and say, if only there'd be a good guy with a gun in the Tops Market in Buffalo when there was a retired cop with a gun inside and he's dead too, or when they outright lie and say, if only there'd been a cop in Club Q in Colorado Springs when, in fact, the shooter was stopped when an unarmed man grabbed that gun from his hand and hit him with it. 
Come out and say it, President Biden. The Republicans killed those kids in Nashville. Say it the way Congressman Jared Moskowitz said to Marjorie Taylor Greene when she snorted out the buzzwords she could remember, like Christian and trans and good guys with guns. Okay, I'll yield. Thank you, Mr. Chairman. Um, You know, there are six people that are dead in that school, including three children, because you guys got rid of the assault weapons ban. Say it. Say it the way the Congressman Jamal Bowman, the former school principal who now represents the town I grew up in, said it to the media and to the pro-death Kentucky Congressman Thomas Massey last night in public as loudly as she could. They're all cowards. They won't do anything to save the lives of our children at all. Cowards. Pressure them. Force them to respond to the question. You know, there's never been. I'm talking about gun violence. In a school that allows teachers to carry. Carry guns? You think more guns lead to more death? More guns lead to more death. Look at the data. You're not looking at any data. You're you're carrying the water for the gun lobby. No, no. Look at the data. More guns lead to more death. Guns. States that have open carry laws have more death. In every school. States that have open carry laws have more death. Never been a shooting. Are you listening to what I'm saying? Calm down. What? Calm down. Children are dying. I know. Nine-year-old children. The the solution is not arming teachers. Have you ever worked in a school? 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 It's a yes or no question. Have you ever worked in a school? You will not answer my question. Don't stop and talk to me. Okay, I'll bring it down a notch. Have you ever worked in a school? I worked in a school for 20 years. I was a teacher. I was screaming before you came and interrupted me. I worked in a school for 20 years. I worked in a school 20 years. I was a teacher. Back with the real meaning of the Second Amendment after this. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. There's a lot happening these days. But I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters, without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the 7 most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about 7 minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo play did you know there are two references in our constitution to dollar amounts i mean literally dollar figures section nine discusses a tax or duty of quote ten dollars and the seventh amendment protects your right to a jury trial where the value in controversy shall exceed twenty dollars 
The Constitution, with all its amendments, is a patriotic 7,676 words long. 76, 76. And two clauses mention an exact value in cash and merchandise. Oh, and the word money appears six times in those 7,676 words. The word coin appears five times. There are 10 references to taxes. Eight times you read duty or duties. The word debt appears seven times. There are four uses of the word compensation, two imports, two exports. And the rest of it, the non-ownership parts stripped away. The rest of the United States Constitution and its amendments reads profit, paid, treasury, emoluments, revenue, imposts, excises, imposts, excises, credit, commerce, bankruptcy, securities, exclusive right, purchased, capitation, commerce, revenue, treasury, appropriations, receipts, expenditures, profit, emolument, credit, gold, silver, tender, payment, imposts, imposts, treasury, profit, emolument, bribery, lands, grants, forfeiture, fines, equity, payment, pensions, bounties, pay, obligation, obligations, incomes, manufacture, sale, pay, value, owner, property, property, private, property. The Constitution is a property document. Our Constitution is about ownership. Those references just to dollars and money and coin and taxes and duties and debt and compensation and other ownership, there's 103 of them all told. In the Constitution, the word vote, votes, and voting appear a total of 37 times. The word rights and right, 15 times. Money and ownership, 103 times. Our Constitution is, first and foremost, a property contract. What the government can own and must own and pay for, and what the people can own and must own and pay for. It is noble, and most of it has held up flawlessly since 1787, and in some places it is almost sublime. But it does not read like the Declaration of Independence. Its closest relative is the contract you sign when you buy a car. So isn't it funny that in the Second Amendment to the Constitution of the United States of America, the second of all of them ever passed, the one about guns, it does not say anything about owning guns. Dollars, money, coin, taxes, duties, debt, compensation, import, export, pay, value, owner, property, property, private property, a Constitution with more fine print in it than a mortgage. A constitution that mentions $10 and $20, and yet there isn't one of those ownership or property or value words in the little part about guns. A well-regulated militia being necessary to the security of a free state, the right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. Which one of those words means own? None of them do. Which words in the part stating that the Second Amendment is about the well-regulated militia in a free state are unclear? None of them is. The Second Amendment prevents the government from making it illegal for individual states to have their own state militias. It does this by making it illegal for private citizens to bear arms. So that is made sacrosanct. Private citizens may bear arms for a state militia, bear arms for use in a militia. The Second Amendment guarantees the right to your state National Guard. Unfortunately, it also guaranteed the right for a state to rebel against the federal government, thus it guaranteed the right to civil war. But no matter how awful that is, it still doesn't say anything in here about prohibiting gun control. The Second Amendment is gun control. It may say you can bear one. It may even say you can keep one in your own home. If you're using it as part of a well-regulated militia, it does not say you can own one. And if you don't own that gun you are keeping and bearing, somebody else does own that gun. And that somebody has got to be the government. And therefore, we start with the idea 
that it says in the Constitution that the government controls the guns, all the guns. And just for the record, the arms mentioned in the Second Amendment, those are muskets, not repeating rifles, not machine guns, not automatic murder machines. And we have a history of government gun control that stretches back to the 19th century, back to when the musket began the process of evolving into an Uzi. Take one of the seminal moments of American cultural history, the symbolic essence of our expansion to the West, the gunfight at the OK Corral in Tombstone, Arizona, on October 26, 1881. The OK Corral was a gunfight about gun control. To prevent gun terrorism, it was illegal to carry a gun in Tombstone, Arizona in 1881, and the Clantons and the McClory's were ignoring it, and the town marshals, the Earp brothers, were enforcing gun control. Gun control in Tombstone, Arizona in 1881, and it was tougher than it is now in all but a handful of places in the America of 2023. But of course, why does that matter? This is settled law. The Supreme Court ruled in the Heller case in 2008. The highest court in the land essentially heard the lead phrase of an amendment indicating that is it about a well-regulated militia for an individual state government? Then it stuck its fingers in its ears and pretended that in a property document filled with dollars and money and coin and taxes and imports, exports, pay, value, owner, property, property, and private property, doesn't matter if the words used are keep and bear arms rather than keep and own arms or own and bear arms. But it's the Supreme Court. How could some nitwit with a podcast have a better understanding of the Second Amendment than the justices under the United States? Well, you know what they say about the Supreme Court, quote, the gun lobby's interpretation of the Second Amendment is one of the greatest pieces of fraud. I repeat the word fraud on the American people by special interest groups that I have ever seen in my lifetime. The real purpose of the Second Amendment was to ensure that state armies, the militia, would be maintained for the defense of the state. The very language of the Second Amendment refutes any argument that it was intended to guarantee every citizen an unfettered right to any kind of weapon he or she desires. The speaker added, quote, the Second Amendment doesn't guarantee the right to have firearms at all. Who said that? Warren Burger. Chief Justice of the United States from 1969 until 1986, appointed by Richard Nixon. He believed homosexual behavior could be prohibited by law. He thought that sending a man to prison for life for writing a bad $100 check was just fine. He believed in a strict constructionist reading of the Constitution, just like the Tea Party did. The Second Amendment, Warren Burger said, doesn't guarantee the right to have firearms at all. So if we have dispensed with the idea that in a property document, an amendment about each state being able to have its own citizens bearing arms in a well-regulated militia that doesn't include one single word about ownership actually means, no, terrorists have an inalienable right to own and keep a million guns apiece, and they can kill an average of 114 people a day in this country. And if we have dispensed with the idea that the Supreme Court, which upheld this preposterous interpretation, could not have made a mistake and endangered the lives of every citizen, and I'd like to thank Chief Justice Berger for doing that, then we come to the three most popular excuses for why we should have gun laws so loose, so protective of mass murderers and terrorists at the cost of the lives of schoolchildren, that if transported from 1881 to now, the residents of Tombstone, Arizona, would have called all of us butchers. The excuses are hunting, protection against governmental tyranny, and the rights of the responsible gun owner. About hunting. Bluntly, if you need an AR-15, or you need 13 guns, or any automatic weapon of some kind to kill any animal smaller than a kraken, you are no good at hunting. Take up another pastime. And about protection against governmental tyranny. Okay, we've had every kind of president now, and we've had two world wars and a day of terrorist attacks and a civil war during which we still managed to hold a presidential election in which the Democratic nominee wanted to cut a deal with the traitorous states. And we had an attempted insurrection 
two years ago, and we still haven't had one national government decide to invade your home and haul you off because you were for abortion or against abortion or because you were a Democrat or Republican or a fascist or a Republican fascist. And before the next dim bulb running for the Republican nomination for something explains that we wouldn't have had gun terrorism if only more good guys had guns, or that the Holocaust wouldn't have happened if the victims had all had guns, or that Jesus would have been fine if he'd had an AR-15, remember the last time this country actually did go into the homes of some of its citizens and seize them and drag them off against their will to detention camps where they did not know if they were going to be fed or shot? You forgot about that? The internment of 120,000 Americans during the Second World War? The Japanese Americans? Property seized, liberty erased, habeas corpus suspended, illegally imprisoned without any due process, some for more than four years? They didn't have access to guns? None of them? Their neighbors didn't have access to guns? That actual example of the U.S. government invading your home and hauling you off was affected by the freedom to have a gun and the Second Amendment? How exactly? How did the Second Amendment protect those people against the government? Well, right, it didn't. All the guns the citizens were bearing and keeping, and nobody as much as cleaned one in an attempt to defend these Americans being rounded up and sent off in boxcars to concentration camps. And bluntly, again, at this point in our history, if the government did decide to round you up or round up your group or some group, your 13 guns would not stop them. Your 13,000 guns would not stop them. While you were worried about your gun, the government was busy taking away nearly all of the privacy of your communications. The government can follow you from space. Not only do you carry a tracking device... You paid hundreds of dollars for it, and you buy a new one when they update it. It's called a smartphone. You have a microphone in your house that could be broadcasting everything going on in your house to God knows who or where, and you call it Alexa, like it was your goddamned cousin from Philadelphia. Hell, I can pay a small fee, get your address, look it up on Google Earth, find a 180-degree view of your home and figure out the easiest way to break into your home. And I can do it on my phone. How are you going to stop the government with a gun? Speaking of guns and governments, nearly 10% of all the presidents in the history of the United States have been assassinated with guns. A fifth was wounded, a sixth was wounded while running for re-election, and seven others survived significant assassination attempts by guns. That's 13 out of 45 presidents. There are no longer any excuses for the governmental protection of gun rights. And there are are all kinds of regulations and waiting periods and controls that can make an immediate impact on how often the gun terrorists who've killed our children, who had a phantom constitutional protection to own the guns with which they killed our children, can get those guns. Those regulations and waiting periods on both the state and federal level are of value and should be enacted and enforced, and the first of them clearly should be designed to close the so-called gun show loophole. But these are half measures, and every one of them we might pass, the NRA and the death lobby and everybody else who profits from gun terrorism can fight and sue over and bribe politicians and roll back, and the half measures can no longer be the goal. And yes, the process will inevitably and in no small irony, lead to many of us who advocate for it being shot. And yes, in a bigger irony still, it will inevitably lead to public protests and mass demonstrations that will require those of us moving towards banning guns totally will have to be protected by countless numbers of men and women bearing guns. But the time of our crisis has come. To paraphrase Professor Lawrence P. Hickok of Western Reserve College, The question now before the American citizens is no longer alone. Can the schools and public places be made free of the risk of gun massacres? But are we free or are we slaves under gun mob law? So if you'd like to continue killing thousands of our citizens and terrorizing the rest of them each year, 
treating a misinterpreted constitutional amendment protecting your local state national guard as if it were the revealed word sacrificing our children on the altar of gun rights for psychopaths like we were the canaanites throwing them into the fire to appease the god moloch go right ahead i'm done with it you know that third rail of american politics they're going to take your guns away it should be the avowed policy of every democrat in this country we are going to take your guns away my promise who's this we liberals and conservatives and gun haters and gun lovers and everybody everybody who values a human life more than a goddamned gun which side are you on you pick the gun over the life to hell with you you support terrorism we are going to take away your terrorist weapons guns confiscation and by the way to do it uh, i'm afraid we're going to have to use a well-regulated militia at bed 365 we don't do ordinary we believe that every sport should be epic every home run every hit every inning every play from the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar see for yourself when you sign up today and get 150 dollars in bonus bets when you bet just five dollars Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, this is Christina Quinn. I'm the host of Try This, the Washington Post's new series of audio courses. The idea behind Try This is to become better functioning humans without having to comb the internet for countless hours. In our first course, we learned how to sleep better. Now, we're going to learn how to make our friendships stronger. I'll offer expert tips that are doable, and I'll keep it short. So let's do this. Class is in session. Find Try This from The Washington Post wherever you listen. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo play what follows i first presented on february 15th of this year one of the student survivors at michigan state was a student survivor of sandy hook and at least three of the student survivors of Michigan State were student survivors at Michigan Oxford High School 15 months earlier. And we can say with all too much certainty that some of them will also become survivors of Toledo 2029, Dallas 2033, your city 2035, my city 2037, because mass gun murders are profit centers. Why does this supposedly sophisticated nation abide the ritual sacrifice of our children and our brothers and sisters and parents to the Moloch of insane gun owners like Lauren Boebert or Thomas Massey or whoever, the ones who get some kind of sexual gratification from owning and displaying and stroking and firing weapons because it makes other people millions of dollars? That's why we are owned by guns. And so we go on calculating the averages and deciding if by age five it is already too late to teach kids how to play dead in their classrooms. And we go on listening to fascist asshole madmen like Ron DeSantis talk about fortifying schools and fortifying movie theaters and fortifying churches. And we go on listening to messianic buttonheads like Eric Adams talk about giving more guns to more police when police often turn out either to be the murderers or the cowards who idle in the hallways as the children of Uvalde are executed one by one. 
and we go on listening to the fatuous idiots like the Missouri House, where the police said we need laws to stop 14-year-olds from walking down the streets of St. Louis carrying AR-15s, and the House voted 104 to 39 to keep open carry legal in Missouri for kids. And we go on listening to amoral monsters like Donald Trump talk about arming teachers and bringing back firing squads. And we listen to these paid scum Republicans bribed by the gun manufacturers and the gun organizations recite what they have been paid to say about responsible gun owners. When, after half a million gun deaths in this country in the last 10 or 12 years, it is no longer in doubt there are no longer any responsible gun owners. On this nightmare so familiar, so routine, and so constant that we no longer remember the details, or the location, or the motive, or the sequence of them. And now we are no longer even remembering that there was a nightmare last night, or the night before. And we're now marbling them into other things in American life as if they were snowstorms or flight delays. And a hockey podcaster begins by saying, well, it's tough to do this after the Michigan State news, but let's talk about the Carolina Hurricanes' needs at the deadline. And the New York Times can run a sidebar that the shooting, well, it upended the lives of thousands. But it also put the school back in an uncomfortable spotlight, what with the sexual assault scandal there. We go on in an unacceptable world in which we are owned by guns. We go on, to borrow from Churchill, in strange paradox, decided only to be undecided, resolved to be irresolute, adamant for drift, solid for fluidity, all-powerful, to be impotent. The dead of Michigan State, the dead of Las Vegas, the dead at the Pulse, the dead at... Well, why do we bother with individual place names anymore? The dead of the killing field the dead of the transcendent national shooting range that is the United States of America. They are dead because somebody is making money off them and because Ted Cruz is making money off them and Marjorie Taylor Greene is making money off them and every whore politician is making money off them and rarely even bothering anymore to wash the money through CPAC or save America this or shoot America that. The donations come straight and unhidden and whether it's Trump or DeSantis or poor soon to be very, very surprised Nikki Haley or just some other idiot free from morality or conscience whom the moneyed interests select. It is fair to say that the Republican nominee for president in 2024, whoever that is, will be underwritten by the gun manufacturers and the gun lobby and their masters, the death lobby, who pay good money to bad people to maintain not just our culture of guns and shooting and dead children and thoughts and prayers, but also maintain the world's culture of continuing to poison the atmosphere and kill off the species one by one because the $1,963,000,000 in profit made last year by big oil just isn't enough because they stay up at night anguished by the thought that there remains somewhere one dollar not yet stolen from a child dying next to the earthquake rubble in Syria or Turkey one dollar yet to be pocketed by Darren Woods the CEO of ExxonMobil the way God intended it it is economics and thus the only solution can also be economics because we will not defeat them in the states that are already lost to the control of the death lobby. And even if President Biden said tomorrow, we are not owned by guns, 
and I don't give a damn if I'm reelected or even renominated. I'm going to issue 450 executive orders and take every damn gun I can get off the streets. And if the House and Senate won't reinstate the assault weapons ban, I will do so unilaterally and come and get me in the courts. Even if Biden did that, we, the anti-death people, we would lose in the Supreme Court because Clarence Thomas, the whore, is on the Supreme Court because of and bought and paid for by the death lobby. And Samuel Alito, the whore, is. And John Roberts, the whore, is. And Neil Gorsuch and drunken Brett Kavanaugh and Bible paralegal Amy Coney Barrett. And so we must ask ourselves, what economically can we do to the gun lobby, to the oil lobby, to the death lobby, and to their minions in the Senate and the House, in all the Senates and all the Houses, in all the states in America? And in this country, there are only a couple of measures that might possibly work and might possibly work fast enough so that enough of us won't be killed in next year's 300 gun massacres or the next decade's 300 climate crises. And that one thing is, to spare you the kind words, the soft words, that one thing is economic civil war. It can start simply, buy nothing from Texas. Do not go to Florida. Do not patronize Missouri. We can start there, and then we can get serious. It is a simple mathematical fact that, with some exceptions and a little more nuance than time permits me here, it is a simple mathematical fact that the blue states of this country keep the red states of this country from going bankrupt. It is a simple mathematical fact that the blue states pay in more to the federal government than they ever get back in services or infrastructure or certainly in per capita representation. New York pays a net $24 billion a year. California pays in a net $14 billion. And most of that goes to keeping Florida and Texas from starving. Florida gets $36 billion a year, more than it pays in. Texas, nearly that much. It is state-to-state -state socialism. And we all know that we can't have socialism. And it is a simple fact that the blue states restrict and regulate guns and the red states sell guns and sell guns and sell guns and profit off dead children. And when the political whores like Ted Cruz and Tucker Carlson and Rupert Murdoch point to the gun carnage of Chicago they are actually pointing to the gun carnage of weapons smuggled in from Indiana to Chicago. And it is also a simple fact that we can dance around for decades yet to come about how to stop the gun massacres of February 2047 and the chemical disasters of June 2061 so bad they reminded old timers of, what was that, East Palestine, Ohio? Or we can cut to the chase and put it this way. If the red states do not agree to strict and enforced gun regulation and the removal and the outlawing of gun manufacture and a revision of the Second Amendment so that the vagueness that isn't actually there but that the death lobby has spent a century convincing millions is there, that all doubt about the Second Amendment be erased and replaced by the simple statement that private gun ownership is illegal without a series of licenses and mental health tests, and that the owner is liable for whatever is done with his gun, and if that includes murder, then the owner is liable for life imprisonment, whether he fired the gun or not. If the red states do not agree to that, and by the way, to reapportioned representation in the House and the Senate, so that Idaho does not have as many senators as a real state, and not a welfare state like Idaho, and if they do not agree to the resignations of Chief Justice Roberts and Justices Alito, Barrett, Gorsuch, Kavanaugh, and Thomas, if the red states do not agree to that, then the blue states will simply stop paying money into the federal government. And the blue states will simply spend that money directly on their own citizens.
And if the leaders of our blue states will not comply with this, then the only solution we have, since the murders at Michigan State Monday night and the murders at your town name here next week, are profit streams for many people. The only solution we have is to then stop paying our federal taxes until our state leaders recognize that the only way out of this nightmare is to threaten the red states and thus threaten the gun lobby and thus threaten the oil lobby and thus threaten the death lobby with economic strangulation, economic civil war to save the country, to save the next 600,000 Americans who will die by gun violence, almost certainly by the year 2035, if it does not get worse before then. 600,000. The same number who were killed in the actual Civil War. And if you ask yourself or you are asked by what right we could threaten economic civil war, just say this is constitutional under the Second Amendment. Quote, a well-regulated militia being necessary to the security of a free state, the right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. Our rights to the security of a free state have been infringed upon by the gun lobby and the death lobby, which has convinced generations of gun fetishists that an amendment that does not contain the word own nor any synonym for own does contain it. The Constitution is a property document. It mentions rights only 15 times. It mentions voting only 37 times. This is out of nearly 8,000 words, but it mentions money and ownership 103 times. The Second Amendment is about making sure nothing interferes with a well-regulated militia a well-regulated militia that is there protecting our rights as citizens to have, as it says in the Second Amendment, the security of a free state. Our Second Amendment rights have been trampled on by Donald Trump and the Republicans, the anti-Second Amendment Republicans. We need to start enforcing the Second Amendment. We need an economic civil war against the gun lobby and the death lobby and those corrupted and financially insolvent red states that stand in the way of peace and security in this country because we are owned by guns. But God damn it, we are not going to be owned by guns any longer. Before we go, we're not going to solve this in one day. We might be able to solve something for a dog named Junior. Every dog has its day. Junior has been at the New York Pound since November 5th. He's a 16-month-old puppy, young dog, beloved of the staff there, playful, child, and dog-friendly, and now they have put out a euthanasia order on him. He needs our help. Anyone can adopt him. He is ready to go. He's that easy to deal with. Or our pledges to help defray the costs of a rescue to pull him and save his life. You can see Junior's video and read about him on my Twitter feeds and pledge to help. Or if you are so moved, get to New York and adopt him. The details are there. I thank you. And Junior thanks you. Countdown with Keith Olbermann is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.